Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on The Voice of Reason podcast. I'm your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. Happy New Year to you, and I pray that you are walking in the fullness of whatever the Lord has for you this year. You know, I try to keep these podcasts short. At least that's what I began doing in 2021. I try to keep them somewhere around 15 minutes, but I'm asking you for just a little bit of grace today to give me maybe an extra five minutes, somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. I had a word burning in me that I shared with a small group of my spiritual daughters, but I really felt it would be good and pleasing to God if I shared it publicly. I believe it will bless you because I know it's from the Lord and I'm declaring the breath of the Holy Spirit to be on this word and that it's going to come forth with great revelation and insight for you to take it and so you can apply it to your life. I'm going to read a few verses from Joshua chapter 9 and I'll refer to others as we move along, but please do your due diligence and read through Joshua chapter 9 and even chapter 10. If I were to title this lesson, I would title it Uncovering the Voice of Deception. Let me read Joshua 9 verses 3 through 6. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they worked craftily and went and pretended to be ambassadors. And they took old sacks on their donkeys, old wineskins torn and mended, old and patched sandals on their feet and old garments on themselves. And all the bread of their provision was dry and moldy. And they went to Joshua to the camp at Gilgal and said to him and to the men of Israel, we have come from a far country. Now, therefore, make a covenant with us. As I said, I'm speaking about uncovering the voice of deception. Let me do a quick recap here. And I want to give you some points. I believe if you'll meditate on them there, they will change your life. To recap, the Gibeonites heard about the reputation of Israel, right? How they had taken out Jericho and Ai, but really it was God's reputation that God was fighting for them. And they were fearful so they devised a plan to intentionally deceive the Israelites. Let me stop right here. I want you to take note of this. Deception is intentional. That's a hard pill to swallow. But deception is intentional. We have a saying, at least I have said it many times, surely they did not mean to do that. Let me tell you what, it is intentional. Deception is planned. Satan planned the deception of Adam and Eve. The Gibeonites planned the deception of Israel. And there are those that are in our lives that, or maybe moving to our lives that they have planned a deception. So they made the exterior presentation match their resume or their false testimony. That's what they did. And we see this in verses four through six. Their presentation came forth like this. Watch it. Old sacks, old and mended wineskins, old garments, old and packed sandals. All the bread of their provision was dry and moldy. And Joshua confronts them as to where they're from. 
Listen to their response. They said to Joshua, we are your servants. This is verse eight. And Joshua said to them, who are you and where you come from? And they said to him from a far country, your servants have come because of the name of the Lord, your God. For we've heard of his fame and all he did in Egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites. And they go on and on about the exploits of God. Let me tell you something. The key deceiving factor that hopped out at me from this text is when they said that we've come from a far country. Your servants have come because of the name of the Lord, your God. And then they begin to declare the mighty exploits of God. I believe it was at this moment that Joshua and the leadership really let their guard down and ignored all the sound wisdom even Moses had imparted to them. Why? Because the Gibeonites began to speak about God and his greatness. So they let their guard down. This is what we do as a body of Christ and as believers, because they use the name that we are familiar with, the name that we know, and because they talk about God like we do, the deceiver I'm speaking about, we think they're one of us, we think they're from us, we think they support us. Take note right here. Your deceiver knows how to speak your language. He has studied you and knows what kind of conversation will persuade you. These are people with honey on their lips. This is the deceiver. Oh, they're coming different now. Everybody that says the Lord and God uh, and speaks smooth words is not from God. God didn't send them. And as you read this text, by the time we get to the 14th verse, the Israelite leaders are convinced. And here's what happens in the verse 14. Listen to this. Then the men of Israel took some of their provisions, but they did not ask counsel of the Lord. So Joshua made peace with them. That's a covenant talk and made a covenant with them to let them live. And the rulers of the congregation swore to them. They made a covenant based on senses. I'm talking about what they saw, what they smelled, what they heard in the mind. The natural mind would say this all adds up. Surely they got to be ambassadors. Look at their condition. Listen to their conversation. And, and this must be the truth. Again, if you're taking notes, this probably would be, I think we're at point two. I'm not sure, but take note about this. Failure happens when we do not inquire of God. I don't care how good you are, how discerning you think you are, how prophetic you think you are. Failure happens when we do not inquire of God. And what happened with Joshua and the leaders is that they began to lean on or depend on the arm of the flesh. And we'll say to God, you know, you sent them when failure comes, when disaster comes, when oppression shows up, because we've made a decision outside of the will of God and have not inquired of him. We'll say that he sent them and God is going to tell us, no, I didn't send them to you. You made a decision based on what they allowed you to see. Catch that. We make decisions on based on what the deceiver allows us to see. But if we would inquire of God, we would see to the heart of the man. We would see to the heart of that deception. So don't start out with God and then think you're going to be wise enough to catch the voice of the deceiver or the language of the deceiver. You know, a lot of times in the body of Christ, we can be very naive uh, and we just can't continue to operate in that manner based on language and conversation that people have with us. We need to be wise as serpents 
as mentioned in Matthew 10, 16. And if we're going to take possession in 2022, I don't care what things look like. We must continue to inquire of the living God. I put in my book, Business by the Bible, it can look like a duck, quack like a duck, walk like a duck, and you will find out you've been handed a chicken. This is why we must inquire of God. And as you continue reading about their deception, it's uncovered in verses 16 through 18. I'm not going to read that. You go back and read that and you will see where the deception is laid bare. And they could not do a thing because they had made a covenant. They had made a binding agreement. And you'll find also that the people complained against them. Those that they were leading complained because they had made this covenant. Listen to me carefully, beloved. We are all leaders in some capacity. I say this all the time. Everybody's leading somebody. But we have to learn to inquire of God so we don't bring anybody close to us who will disrupt the peace of our, and I want to quote this, our congregation. Whatever people are in your life, your family, your your ministry, your business and so forth, you as a leader have to inquire of God. And if you don't, you're setting up your congregation for failure. You're setting yourself up for oppression. That is not something that God would desire for you to have. I will read these verses for you. Uh, Let's look at verse six. And it says, and the men of Gibeon sent to Joshua at the camp at Gilgal saying, do not forsake your servants. Come up to us quickly, save us and help us for all the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the mountains have gathered together against us. You'll find this in chapter 10. If you continue on to the next chapter. Now, here's what we we see there that the Israelites now had to protect a people and fight a battle because of their covenant. So they had to fight the battle of the deceiver. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is another point. You do not want to overlook this one. If you're taking notes, unholy ties will always become a snare. I'm telling you, I have lived this. I'm here to tell you an unholy tie will become a snare and you're going to find yourself fighting a battle that was not designed for you. Let me say this to you as I close this out and I made good on my word. This is going to be right at probably 15 minutes or a little less than this. Let me say this to you. These are just some key things. Your enemy is not always loud. Oh no, they're not always loud. They're crafty. The enemy is very subtle, very careful and calculating. Don't forget that because we read in that fourth verse that they worked craftily and they went and pretended to be ambassadors. Your enemy doesn't have to be loud. Oh, no, they can be very subtle. And your enemy does not always have the intention of harming you. Listen to me carefully. Your enemy does not always have the intention of harming you but protecting themselves. Did you hear me? They may not want to harm you, but protect themselves because they'll use you for their advantage because they fear the God in you and the God that's at work in you. I'm telling you what, be mindful of these kind of people that just want to get close to you. I want to get next to you. Why? Because they know it's better to be with you than against you. They know it's safer to stay close with you so they can benefit from the goodness of God that's moving through your life. Oh yes, your endorsements, they want it. 
Whatever God is doing in your life, they want to take a part of that and pull their cup up. So they come in and they find a place in your heart and in your life. And then soon enough, we recognize that this is a deceiver, that I didn't inquire properly of the Lord with this one. They came with a testimony and it looked like everything matched and I've let them in my life. And now, you know, we made a decision and and said some things that we're going to have to keep our word. I pray this message has blessed you today. I kept my word. I kept my time. Please do me a huge favor. I'm asking you to share this teaching. This is the kind of teaching we need in the body of Christ. I also would like to ask you to follow me on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Wealthy T. You can also follow me um, on Instagram and Facebook at Arise Ministries International. And if you're a lady listening, I would love it if you would join our Facebook group, Arise Women International. If you send a request to join, we'd love to have you as part of our community. God has me pouring into his daughters in a very, very special way. And great, great things are happening in our lives. Look for my name also. Sonia Thompson, Sonia L. Thompson, and uh, on Amazon and see the incredible books the Lord has allowed me to co-author with him. All right, my friend, God bless you. And until next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to The Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason.